Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too, or Epic with Eric. Uh, I, Should, like, I like Eric too. Okay, welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. Hi. <laughs> I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here in Pleasant Pictures Studio with the one, the only, my sexy lover of a husband, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hey, guys. Hey, Welcome to the podcast. This is exciting because we didn't do a podcast last week. No. And you know what? We're not perfect. We have busy lives. And we are doing our best. Perfect person. And then there's Hoobastank. There's many things I wish I didn't do. Can you have we told the Hoobastank story on the podcast? We have. have. Okay, we're not gonna repeat it. It was a wonderful experience. If you haven't heard the Hoobastank story, you're gonna have to listen to all our past podcasts. And you know what? That's not that hard to do because this is only episode number twenty-nine. And today we're gonna be talking about why meditation isn't lame and stupid. <laughs> or in other words, a beginner's guide to meditation. But I like why meditation isn't lame and stupid. I know, because it seems so lame and stupid. Well, and I think that maybe if people already have a spiritual practice, like they're a spiritual person who goes to church, they don't think they need meditation. Or I, That was me. That was I thought prayer that was, was the you. same thing as meditation, but I was very wrong. You were wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. Also, maybe you're like, I'm not a spiritual person, so you shy away from meditation. Also wrong. You don't have to get Very spiritual wrong. with it. Yeah, it has the, we're yeah. just telling you you're wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're actually only claiming to tell you why meditation isn't lame and stupid. Eric and I are both going to share our personal stories. Our, I love when I say journey. journey. I was yeah, going to say journey. <laughs> um, our stories, journeys, exploration into meditation, what that's looked like for us. Because what I found and what Eric has found too is simply just hearing what another person does for their practice of meditation can be really cool and give you ideas for something that's going to work for you. And we both have kind of some traditional and non-traditional ways that we meditate. So we're going to be talking about that today. And then we're also going to share three tips we have to help you get started or keep going or be rejuvenated in your journey. J- journey. <laughs> we should have some sort of like chime, some sort of like a mantra-esque chakra whenever I hear, inducing chime. Whenever I hear journey, I think of the... On Portlandia, when they're in the feminist bookstore. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Carrie talks about the journey. That sounds about right. All right, so we're going to share those three tips with you. But before we do that, we have a few segments. And if you're new to the podcast, hey, thank you so much for listening. We sincerely are so honored, flattered, and excited that you're here because we create this podcast like the the intro says, simply to bring a little more awesomeness, enjoyment, lightness to your life. And if you're here, we really appreciate you spending time with us. We have a few segments that we like to share just so, you know, we can warm each other up. We try not to bore you too much, but we do have a segment called Nobody Cares About Your Kids. And this one was pretty good, Ginger. Yeah, so Ginger's our first grader. She just started school. So she just started. So it's back to school, guys. She's and, almost seven. Uh, our school has a French immersion program. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. We, we were both way more excited than she was at first. She kinda, you were kinda, way more excited than I was, well, even. There's nothing cuter than 
a first grader speaking French. I know, it is pretty darling. She doesn't like to give us anything. She literally will give us nothing. Like, if your children talk to you and tell you anything, you need to consider yourself lucky because Ginger at six years old treats me like she's a 16 year old she wants me to know nothing about yeah. her life i found the best thing to do is i tell her about my day yeah first and then she'll open up and tell me about her day but if i just say how was your day what'd you learn it's not gonna happen yeah so good, this good was, pointer so ginger's like well today was kind of hard you know i kind of cried a little bit i'm like you cried at school i'm like how'd that happen she's like well <laughs> two or three other children usually cry first thing in the morning <laughs> and, and and when they cry I start crying inside. 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 She's like, I've only had two tears come out. Yeah. She <laughs> cries on the inside. So then for some reason, Eric and I are at lunch today and he just starts cracking up. And I'm like, what is so funny? And he's like, he's just laughing, thinking about these little kids crying because they can't understand French and they're so confused. I, I love this Why visual. was that so funny to you? Because they're at school crying and Ginger's That's not even not sa- She's not funny. sad about the French. She's, she's sad that other kids are crying. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, at least she's not a serial killer, yeah, right? Like, she's not a, a sociopath. We know that. And you know what? Nobody cares about Nobody your kids. Cares. Okay, I have another segment that I like to do called Sharing is Caring. The best way to thank an online content creator, the best way to thank anybody who creates anything is to share it. And so today I'm going to be sharing um, a couple of podcast episodes that I listened to that I really, really enjoyed. And I've been hearing about this podcast from everybody. And when everybody tells me about a podcast, I'm kind of like, I don't care. That's the exact sound she makes. I go, oh, cool. Everybody loves it. So everybody's been talking about how I built this and everybody's been recommending it to me. And I'm like, it's an NPR podcast. Of course, it's polished and perfect. Thanks, NPR. But then I listened to, I was in this terrible, terrible traffic and I listened to an episode of How I Built This with Sarah Blakely of Spanx. And you guys, I was like cheering, whooping, hollering, clapping, audibly screaming excitement for her sharing her journey. So if you have not listened to that podcast, I recommend listening to Sarah Blakely of Spanx. Her journey. She has a great journey. (laughs) Her story of creating Spanx is honestly so relatable, so inspiring. So sharing is caring. I want to share that one. I have another one for you too. I really, really enjoy the Life Coach School podcast with Brick Castillo. I had never heard of this, but I have my Build an Awesome Brand workshops that I do every couple months where I teach entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, businesses with heart how to build a brand that um, they're connected to, that they're excited about, that has a message they want to share with the world. So yeah, I'm selling that workshop right now because there is one on November 3rd. But aside, sharing is caring, but aside from that some of my workshop attendees told me one of the things that motivated them to come to my workshop was listening to an episode of Brooke Castillo's podcast. And so I was like, man, I'm well, thank, thank you to her. She wasn't talking about my podcast, but she was just talking about principles in general that rang true with them and inspired them to reach out and take my workshop. And so I today listen to an episode on the Life Coach School podcast with Brooke Castillo. It was called Past Focus Problems. And there's always links to the things we talk about in the show notes on the allisonshow.com. So I'm going to link to both of those podcast episodes. And I just, I really 
really, really loved this episode. I found it super motivational, inspiring, empowering. One of her thoughts that she shares is, our thoughts from the past are all recycled thoughts. So even though in our minds, we think a lot of the things that we're thinking are new, they're actually just old recycled thoughts. And I say this all the time. It's one of my little sayings is if you want to see different results, do things differently. And so that's essentially what the message of this podcast is. But I, her perspective and her language around it, I found super inspiring. So it got me all excited. And she talked about how we need to create from the future. Like you can't create from the past because that's going to limit you, you know? So you like create from like your future potential. She's very eloquent about it. Yeah. It's, it's so abstract to me. It sounds fascinating. It is. It's a super good episode. So I just, I really recommend that. And on that note of sharing is caring. You guys have been sharing our podcast through your Instagram stories, you know, word of mouth. And we thank you guys so, so much. And we, at the end of the episode, have some reviews we're going to read and we give away some prizes to people who leave reviews and share about our podcast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. should we get to it oh wait i have one more thing i want to talk about okay hurry have you guys seen have you seen riverdale on netflix it's so good is this what it is you're just talking about a show on netflix (laughs) i just wanted you know what do i get a plug what do you want to plug twin peaks on showtime okay yeah there's that too Ah, okay. I like, okay, anyway, but yeah, okay, we're both going to plug those and we'll just let those sit because sometimes you just need some mush for your brain. That's what, that's what that is. All right. Why meditation isn't lame and stupid. Okay. So here's my journey. I can't stop saying You have a wonderful journey to share. (laughs) With meditation. I've thought about meditation in the past and looked into things like transcendental meditation and really was interested in meditation, but it seemed very abstract and hard and difficult. And I tend to like to complicate things and get very technical and learn all the ins and outs. And so I think I kept meditation at an arm's distance as something that I would do in the future until I learned like how to do it properly. And I'll say that I really started meditating with consistency at the beginning of 2017. I'm going to go ahead and credit Gabrielle Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back, as being one of the main catalysts for that. She has a lot of kundalini meditations in the book. And sometimes I would do those. Honestly, I didn't do them very often. But again, I had toyed around with meditation. I had the Headspace app, which I think is a a decent app. Mm -hmm. And I had some different meditation apps for going on a walk or going to sleep, different things like that. But I started this practice where I would pull up to my office. And this was several months after we found out my dad has incurable cancer. So it was a rough time, right? And that's when I started really leaning on meditation. And honestly, I feel like I, not like I became addicted to it in a bad sense, but like I could tell such a huge difference in my day Mm -hmm. in everything that I craved and needed this meditation. So I would pull up to my office and I would just set a timer 
on my phone for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And typically what I do when I meditate, and this is just something that I decided to do, is I breathe in a word and I breathe out a word. Because I definitely understand the power in just focusing on the breath and keeping your mind still and calm. But I find so much power in words and mantras and incantations. And so I find it really helpful for me to have a word or a feeling that I'm focusing on. And so that's, again, in in the past, I would, you know, belittle and berate myself. No, you're supposed to clear your mind. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. But something is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the whole purpose is to calm and still your mind, to go in instead of out, to clear out the stimulation, clear out the distraction. And then I started attending weekly meditation classes that were guided meditation and got way more into guided meditations and adding those in with my own meditations. I honestly have not been as consistent with meditation as I have been in the past, but I have been going to more yoga lately. I have a a late night yoga class that I really like. That always provides like a good moving meditation for me. And I really see my running and the gratitude practice like we share in episode 23 and 24 as as a form of meditation. I don't think it takes the place of being still and calm. No. But but it's again, it's it's a good place to start. Oh, for sure. But Eric has uh, uh But I want to ask you. Oh yeah. So what is the main benefit of you meditating? Sell this to me. Like what has it done for you? All right. So we can go through our lives just living from minute to minute and you know people talk about mindfulness having intention different things like that but what meditation does for me is it just it's a reset Mm -hmm. honestly it's a reset and you think about your phone whenever your phone just starts acting crazy or the joke like from the uh the it crowd (laughs) when the the computer these computer guys it's this british show bbc show the it crowd and they have on a recording when people call for tech support did you turn it on and off again yes the first thing they say it's the first thing they ask and and it really is that's that's what it is for your brain that's what it is for your body and i know that there is a ton of of research to support this and honestly I'm not even going to go into it in this oh, well, episode we're not we're not experts all no, we're, we're doing not is sharing experts. our own experience yeah that, that's what the point of this episode is to share our own experience and maybe in the future we can go into some more technical sure. aspects of yeah. it but um, I do want to share this thought that they call the millennials or this particular generation stimulation junkies and here's what, what they mean by that is that more than ever before we have so much confidence constant stimulation with technology that we are addicted to it. And we're not just addicted to it because we're stupid and we're monkeys and we're all prey to technology. (laughs) We're addicted to it because... Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Because stimulus leads to creativity. And as humans, we are creators. So I'm not saying stimuli is bad. I'm saying that it can become a replacement for true fulfillment and happiness. And so that's something that we do in our lives is we confuse stimulation with happiness. And that is like confusing pleasure with fulfillment. So if I'm going to really sell you on meditation, it's this, it's that in order to know what you want in life in order to draw back the layers of hurt and boundaries or or even just stimulation you have to reset 
You have to reset. And that's what meditation is. And even if you only get five minutes in a day, that's better than you're doing now. Oh, five minutes is hard. It, it is. It's 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 challenging for yeah. sure. Is okay. Did I sell it? Do you feel like? Yeah, I think. I you're feel doing like a I could have sold it harder. No, you did a great job. It was a soft sell. It was great. I'm sold. Okay, good. You you share your thing you've been doing though, because this has been huge for you. Well, let me go back to sure, babe. I mean, I got this job back in like. 2006 maybe mm-hmm. and it was a big step up from what I was currently doing and it had a lot of responsibility I remember I would wake up in the morning anxious like mm. really early just like panicked about which is I, very very out of character for Eric yeah so I'd wake up very anxious and I was like mad because I needed sleep and I'm so tired but I just like my heart would start racing so I found this book called The Joy of Living by Eric Swanson and by another guy that I can't I don't even want to try but it's called The Joy of Living we'll link to it in the show notes yeah. <laughs> anyway this book taught me how to meditate so I so I'd wake up and I would meditate and it was the type of meditation where it would just you would just clear your mind and and uh, just be in nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because when I did that, what why I love meditation is it it roots myself. Yeah. And then when these emotions come, I'm so rooted I can acknowledge the emotion, but it doesn't overwhelm me. Yeah. Huge tool in my that's life. Pr- and you know what? I think that's why I needed it so much when I was having. S- so much hurt and heartache and pain with this new information about my dad and it was just so overwhelming that you you feel very frantic and I needed to be rooted. Right. Yeah. And if you and if you don't know how to connect with like your inner body or connect with your true self, mm-hmm. all these emotions will overcome you and just take over. And then you are just reacting. Yeah, you're reacting and your mind is just going nuts and it's miserable. And that's a crappy life. Yeah, it's miserable. Just living life re- like living as a reactor, right. that sucks. You're not designing your life in any way. You're a victim in that case. Right. So from that experience and from learning that, I, I didn't continue meditating for years, mm-hmm. but I did learn the lesson of like observing emotions yeah. and not letting them take over. So recently this year, I've really worked on my daily schedule and I've got, started to get up really early in the morning and run. And meditation has once again become part of my day. And the benefit is I become very present in the morning when it's yeah. still. I become very present and then I'm in charge of my day and I'm, and I'm connected to myself instead of just waking up and, you know, letting the kids set the tone or letting social media set the tone so i love meditation because i can really like go inside and be connected to whatever you want to call it god or the universe and it helps me clear my mind i told you the other day like one of my practices yeah i just thought it was really interesting he i know that he's been meditating and i've been able to see the benefits and I love to throw this in because this is something that always motivates people is you've lost weight. Yeah, I've lost like 10 pounds in and the I've, last month or so. Yeah, so he's lost 10 pounds in the last month. And again, it's not just from meditation, but meditation is part of the practice. Oh, for sure. And I've lost over 40 pounds in the last year. And a big part of that is the gratitude practice and the mindfulness and the meditation. You can listen to episode eight if you want to hear about more about weight loss because people, I feel like that's like the, the honey that people, flies not that you guys are flies but you know people gravitate towards that sugar and the the weight loss is always like oh I want to lose weight 
and then I and then we trick you into meditating. Right. <laughs> so one meditation that I do in the morning is the the basic one that people talk about, and it's very mm-hmm. difficult because our minds are so used to being to you know think about the future, think about the past, and always have a thought. The mind wants to like stimulus be relevant and like keep thinking. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is just focusing on the breath for five minutes. This is so difficult, and it's like it's 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 a muscle though. It's like yeah, well like yoga and and other things like this they call it a practice because like the piano or like any skill it takes practice right right so um Eckhart Tolle who wrote the power of now which I can't recommend enough we recommend it all the time yeah he 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 said if you want to be present ask yourself say what is my next thought and then listen for it and that will immediately throw you into being present and it will probably surprise you how long your mind will be quiet as you wait for your mind to create a thought it's pretty fascinating yeah I've been doing that since you told me that I love it so my my current practice which I which has been great for me is I breathe in I say truth, love, God, and then I breathe out self. And so those are my thoughts. I'm just feeling myself and I visually breathe in this light, truth, love, God, and then I breathe out myself, which is my basically my ego, my opinions. And I loved Eric's um, practice of this because when you're breathing out self to you, to you it's the idea of letting go of self. Yeah. Right? I, I don't want I don't I'm trying to let go of myself, my yeah. ego, my And when I do something a little different, a very common meditation practice for me is I breathe in peace because I'm trying to center, I'm trying to calm myself. You know, I want to breathe in the peace of the nature and the elements that surround me and then I breathe out love because I want to put love into the world. And so I I liked hearing his different perspective. And that's how we got the idea to do this episode is even that slight perspective of breathing out something that you want to let go of is just a little bit different than something I do. And I was in a long line waiting for something the other day. And one of my practices with meditation is, and I've talked about this before, is I say, what is the meaning in this moment? And that's something that helps me get present. That's something that helps me find joy, not be anxious, and really takes me to more mindful places. And I was waiting in this long line, and I was starting to feel a little anxious and annoyed. I wasn't anticipating this long wait. And I was like, what is the meaning in this moment? And I thought, you've you've been wanting to get more time to meditate, Allison. You're just sitting here, meditate. And I tried Eric's practice and I, and I really, really liked it. And then I wasn't annoyed that I was waiting in this long line. I found meaning in the moment and I got to try a cool new meditation practice, right? It's amazing how we have so much power <laughs> over shifting the, right. whatever's happening. Right. Yeah. I've been blown away with how powerful meditation is. So I don't know if we've sold you on this, but let me just tell you this. It's not easy, but it is so unbelievably worth it. Oh, it's a, it's amazing. And, and honestly, this is why meditation isn't lame and doesn't suck. And here's, here's the number one benefit for me. This is how I sell it to myself. The way that I treat people increases positively, like exponentially. Yeah. Oh, yes. The way that I treat my kids, the way that I treat Eric, the way that I treat the people I'm working with, the way that I treat the person who cuts me off, the way that I treat the person who's helping me behind the counter, anywhere that I am, the way that I interact with the world changes when I meditate. I want to be a good person. 
that's really important to me. I want to treat people with kindness. And I want to talk about this topic a little bit. Every month with my newsletter this year, I have Allison's Year of Awesome. And I have a monthly attribute, an awesome attribute. And the world is just in such a crazy state. So there's Harvey happening right now. It's the end the of hurricane. the hurricane. It's the end of August currently. There's been so many really sad, horrible things happening, you know, with racism. And I mean, what? There's just so many, so many different issues, right? There's so much hurt. There's so much hate. And I thought, what can I do? Okay, I can contribute. I can do more service. And I thought, I'm really going to dedicate September to trying to help in any way I can. So the awesome attribute for September is connectedness. Because I believe that when we separate from one another, when we're not trying to unify, that's when all these that's when all these problems happen, right? And I was reading this, I think it was from Emily McDowell. She's really cool on Instagram. She does these really cool empathy, not sympathy, but empathy cards. And she was talking about how white silence is racism. And she said, you know, we remember reading in our in our history books how did nazi germany happen how did you know the segregation how did all this happen and she's like we were silent people were silent and she's like when when we're silent that's when these things happen and so i don't want to be silent but i want to share in a way that's authentic to me and to me that's sharing these challenges through my year of awesome calendar and so for connectedness i have challenges like service there's a challenge on meditating and and not being a stimulation junkie so back to what do i believe about meditation i believe that it helps me treat every single person i interact with kinder with more love with more compassion and that changes the world because if everybody is trying to up their level of how they interact with the people immediately around them and the people across the world that's that's what creates change that's what creates impact i think i think the basis for meditation is you actually come to know your true self better Mm -hmm. and you can actually learn to love yourself yeah that's what i found and when you love yourself you can love others well that's why rupaul says if you can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else I can always bring it back to RuPaul. Thank you, Ru. <laughs> All right. So we have three tips for bringing meditation into your life. And I took this first tip from my mom. She was up uh, at BYU teaching at Education Week. She was talking about putting things on your schedule. If you have something that you want to implement in your life, you need to get it on the schedule. So where I found success with meditation is when I pull up to my office and I set five minutes aside for meditating before I walk in the door. Eric's found success with meditation by waking up earlier and putting it on the schedule, attaching it after he goes for a run, Mm -hmm. right? So if you want to meditate, you know, you don't just want insight. You don't just want to listen to this podcast. You really want to learn something. You need to tip number one, put it on the schedule. Tip number two is find something that works for you. For me, What I mean by find something that works for you is find something that sounds fun. Find something that doesn't sound awful. Find something that doesn't make you think this is too hard. I need to put it off, right? So whether that's um, going in nature because that's a treat for you to go out in nature or whether that means locking yourself in a bathroom because you've got three kids who are trying to find you and you need to hide (laughs) from them. Like whatever you can do, do it, right? Maybe you meditate in a hot bubble bath. Yeah, make it as easy as possible because meditation itself is difficult. Exactly. Set yourself up for success. And then tip number three is forgive yourself when you suck. 
Because it's hard. Because it's hard. And again, it's that practice. I wanted to share this quote before we end, and it's from Dr. Wayne Dyer. And we quote this book um, often. It's Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. And he goes through the verses of the Tao and gives his insight into them. And I wanted to share this one. It's from the 72nd verse of the Tao. And this verse is focusing on awe and acceptance. And I think that this focusing on awe and acceptance is something that will help you with meditation and encourage you to want to meditate. And he says, see the miraculous in everything. Change your view of the world to one of awe and bewilderment. Rather than looking for miracles, shift to seeing everything as miraculous. By being in a state of awe, you won't be able to mentally experience boredom or disappointment. And I've I've heard this before when people say to become as a child, when you think of like we were walking around the city city block Je- you today. Mean Jesus. What? You mean Jesus? Well, okay, Jesus has become as a little child. <laughs> <laughs> when people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I do mean Jesus has become as a little child, yes. But other people they talk about capturing that childlike okay. joy. Okay, yes. Yeah, childlike so wonder. Jesus yes. or childlike <laughs> wonder, whoever you respect, whoever you identify with, okay guys? When they talk about capturing that it it is that sense of miraculousness and awe and when we think about going eric and i took just rad and fiona so our four-year-old and our nearly two-year-old on a hike up the canyon on sunday ginger was with her aunt and we went probably like what 60 feet yeah like 60 feet that's but all we needed in to like do. 30 minutes yeah and they could stop and look at every little plant and every blade of grass and a grasshopper. I mean, we spent like 10 minutes at a spider web. At a spider web. And that's what that is. It's that awe and and just bewilderment. And they're fully present, mm-hmm. which is what meditation can do for you. Exactly. And they're not, and they're not bored. Yeah. Right. And so I really, really love that, that idea of instead of looking for miracles, see the miraculous in everything. everything. And I think that's maybe a cool place to start with meditation. It's just about shifting your perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So we hope that you guys meditate. <gasps> Just do it. Just do it. We don't hope it. We know like, that you're going to do it because you're awesome and you like, want to do it. I like how Jen Sincero says, don't negotiate with yourself. You, like, you just do it. Yes. There's no negotiating. Well, it's Mel Robbins' five-second rule. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Blast off. Blast off. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Awesome. Okay. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to encourage you guys, if you are not subscribed to my, I'm calling it my A-Game Gazette. It's my newsletter that goes out weekly. And every month this year of 2017, I'm sending out a free calendar. And like I said, the challenge for September is connectedness. And my goal with this is really to just do what I can to help us all become more connected and unified so we can all help one another. So I want to encourage you guys with that. I also want to tell you that I am almost two thirds sold out for my last Build an Awesome Brand workshop of the year. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or person who um, has a message that they want to share and you want a way to do that with authenticity to breed engagement and success, you should definitely go to my website, look for Build an Awesome Brand. It's on there somewhere. 
somewhere and I have all of the information you could possibly need. Eric has a couple of reviews that we're going to share. Okay, these these are coming in like crazy. So and thank you. They're thank you guys so much. Seriously, we like we're not looking to monetize this podcast. We're looking to grow. Not that we won't ever monetize it, but we're looking to grow it. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're looking to grow it. And when you guys post these reviews, it helps so much. Thank you so much. It just legitimizes the whole thing. And it also is really encouraging us to keep going. And so we really appreciate it. We're going to send you an I'm doing awesome Tumblr, a Dennis fun notepad, which you can only win. I'm not selling them. They're these really fun notepads, um, like a checklist for projects, Dennis fun, and then a new shack CD. Right. Okay. I love this one. It's by a man, a fellow brother. And <laughs> I can't even say his name. It's like he just he just t- he just threw his hand across the Do keyboard. Do you want to spell it so he knows? Yeah, it's W E R E E E D D G F D C F. So do you think he was even trying? No. I, that's what I love about it. That's what I would do. It's like, oh, I don't want to register for this stuff. I just, you know, make it a Well, hopefully dumb... he knows that him, it's him. Send us an email. Well, I'm going to read it. He'll well, know who it is when I just want to tell him where he's supposed oh. to send the email. Or do you feel like I'm talking too much? No, never. <laughs> what, is, what is he supposed to email? Uh, it's awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com. And Allison has one L, guys. A-L-I. Okay, he says, I'm a podcast junkie. My wife told me I needed to check you guys out. I didn't want to because, quote, I was too manly slash cool for that. Or so I thought. But as always, wives know best. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You are making a difference. P.S. Team Eric all the way. Bros got to stick together. That's why I chose him. If you don't know what he means by Team Eric, you need to listen to episode 28. I will say it was overwhelmingly Team Allison, though. I th- I would say it's, it was 75% Team Allison. Okay, that's fair. Which is overwhelmingly. Yeah. So. But I still love you. Episode 28 has what we're talking about there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then did you have another one? Yeah, there's one more. Okay, cool. I, I like this one because she took the gratitude practice and <gasps> did, what it's supposed, yes. did, did what it's supposed to do. Okay, the gratitude practice is in episode 23 and 24. And if you have never listened to it or done it, honestly, I think that's the greatest value we've provided to this planet in 2017. There will be more coming. Yes, there are more coming. Okay, here we go. This is by Stackers Pop. I learned a few episodes ago how to turn inward rather than turn outward when I feel emotionally drained. I used the gratitude practice episode as my, quote, turning inward. As I got to the end of the practice and I'm walking uphill with my dog in the morning fog, hearing Eric's epic music in the headphones, seeing the pink slash orange sunrise, I just start crying. Bawling, really. I'm kind of crying right now. Yeah. Every time the word crying is said, you start crying. Everything from the past few weeks I've been suffering with internally came boiling out in the form of ugly tears. It was cathartic and cleansing. I needed that. I was able to walk into my house and be more fully present for my kids who were just rubbing their the sleep out of their eyes. Allison sprinkles in her personalized humor so the big truth bombs are easier to slide down our gullets. But I'm telling you, it just might change your life. You're welcome. Okay, Allison is bawling right now. <laughs> I'm not bawling. It's just... Okay, first off, that was like really beautifully written. Yeah, that's why I She it. used really good visual imagery of the fog and her children rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. Like I could really visualize no, that's, it. That's what happens. I mean, I don't cry usually, but I mean, yeah. I walk in after my runs and meditation and see the kids and I just love them so much more after I'm ready for them. And so just getting to picture that so vividly, having somebody share that with us, like I just don't mean to be so sappy today, but it's just such an honor it's it's honestly just like so humbling and it's just such an honor and I just appreciate it so much. I 
the fact that we say things and people listen and implement them and they're helpful will never cease to amaze me. That's true. Will never cease to amaze me. Not because I don't think what we're saying has value. I know what we're saying has value. That's why I'm taking the time to say it. Right. But the fact that people listen and find value in it too is always just so exciting and humbling. So love you all. Love you. Thank you so much. And of course, of course, of course, I want to say this. Only you can be you, and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, are you going to take us out on a song? Yes. This is called When You Came, Evermore Yours, my project, President's Lord. Stay